Hello, welcome back guys to another episode of the Showing Up with Maria podcast, the More Movement Coaching podcast. My name is Maria. It's nice to be back. I think this is the second episode of the year, 2023. And the first episode, go back and have a listen if you haven't, was just about what you should do if the year hasn't got off to the start that you hoped. You know, when you set all these intentions, you're all ready for it, but then you actually have to make the changes and it all feels like the year goes to shit. So if you've had that experience at the beginning of January, go back because that episode is going to help you. Um, But today I wanted to bring you some value, bring you some help with your goals around dieting for the new year, because I have had a lot of conversations with people who are embarking on this. They want to lose a bit of weight. They want to feel better about themselves and they are starting a diet. And these are the things I think people get wrong when they start a weight loss journey. So I wanted to use this podcast episode to really dive into some of my best tips, my best pieces of advice, the things that I do with clients to help them just get where they want to be in the most enjoyable way possible. So the first thing I want to speak about when you decide to diet is that you need to really get clear on why you are doing this. And a great way for you to do it is to journal. I honestly... (laughs) I have unpicked and unpacked so much in my head from just writing it down and getting my thoughts out on paper. And I appreciate if you've never done this, it can feel a little bit dear diary and you're not sure where to start. So I wanted to offer you some journal prompts. So something you can ask yourself is why have you decided to diet? Is it just because you want to look a certain way? I'm going to put it out there and say that it definitely isn't. Even if you have come to this decision that you want to lose a bit of weight because you think oh I want to be a size x or I want to fit into this and I want to be whatever there will be an underlying reason to as to why you have decided to diet and it's no one can tell you what that is that is for you to really get clear about and decide so ask yourself the next question which is why is this important to you and a way to then understand why it's important to you is to then ask yourself what positive effects will this have on your life so maybe you're deciding to diet because you've you've noticed that your body image has got bad, maybe because you or has got worse, sorry, because you're not feeling great in your body. But really what you're seeking is that confidence and that being that comfort in your body. And you want that confidence because you want to be able to put yourself out there and maybe go on the date and meet new people or put yourself out there at work and feel confident enough in yourself to say, yes, I want to go for that promotion. Maybe it's that you just want to be able to go clothes shopping and pick up the clothes that you actually want to wear and buy them rather than constantly hiding behind the baggy t-shirt or the safe pair of jeans that you have. And you're fed up of feeling uncomfortable in your skin. So um, uncomfortable in your skin, but also uncomfortable in your clothes, you know, wearing things and being too hot in the summer or just being preoccupied with feeling uncomfortable rather than being present in the moment that you're in and enjoying that time. Um, so what positive effects will this journey have on your life? Like, what will it give you back? So I'd really recommend you take some time just to really think about that and get clear on the why, because on this journey, there is going to be hard points. There are going to be times where you don't want to do certain things because that's life and that's normal. And if you haven't got a strong why as to why you're putting yourself through, say, short-term things that you don't really want to do, but for the long-term results, it's going to be really easy for you to just quit because it's not that important to you. But on those days where you've committed to, say, a gym class and you're tired and you don't really know that you want to go if your why is like no I 
I'm trying to make these changes in my life because I want to be a better role model for my children. And I want to have more health and energy and to run around with them at the park and not get worn out. That is why I'm going to this exercise class. It is going to be so much easier for you to push through and go and make the right choice that aligns with that goal. Um, then if you don't think about these things. So that's the first thing I really want you to think about is getting clear on your why. Um, the next thing I want to go into is our, I want to try and help you reframe how you view dieting. Now, the first thing to, the first thing that we can tackle, which I think is the easiest thing, thing for you to do, oh, I'm tripping over my words today, guys. The easiest thing for you to do when you're embarking on this is to reframe how you're seeing it. And the best way to do this is how often have you started a diet and you've said to yourself, I can't have that. I can't eat this anymore. I can't have the biscuit. I can't have the ice cream. I can't go out for dinner with my friends because there's going to be nothing to eat. I can't go for drinks. Like how horrible is that? Constantly feeling like you can't do stuff. And also if you're anything like me, if someone tells me I can't do something, I automatically want to do it more. So we need to change that story that we're telling ourselves that we can't do stuff because you can. Every You have a choice in whatever, like you always have a choice. So instead of focusing on what you can't have, I want you to reframe it and ask yourself, what can I add to my diet to give me more, say, energy, nourishment, health benefits, um, just enjoyment, confidence, whatever that may be for you, what can you add? And that can be as small as, adding a couple of extra portions of fruits or vegetables with your meals. It could be adding an extra protein protein source, adding literally just a glass of water with each meal just to make sure that you're hitting your water target and you're staying hydrated. What can we add to your current diet that is going to improve it? Put the energy and the focus on that like first. That should be the focus rather than what have you got to take away from it? Because think about what you can add and what you're going to gain from adding that food and that nutrients to your diet again the stuff i've said energy um just i mean energy is a big one like just the being able to wake up and bounce out of bed and feel good about yourself is just a game changer so how can you change your diet and add things to it to help you get to that place this the next thing is right okay i am so like i this i am really well, I actually know I'm good at this, but it, it took me a long time. But it's you need to get good at calling yourself out on your own sort of bullshit and calling yourself out when you're not helping yourself. And when I speak about the language you, we use around food, this is a massive one. So the easiest thing you can start calling yourself out on is how you talk about food. If you catch yourself constantly saying or thinking that certain foods are good and certain foods are bad it's only going to feed into this idea that that is true your brain hears everything that you tell it now food is not good or bad it does not have a moral high ground at all like at all you are not a good person if you eat a salad you're not a bad person if you have a fucking donut like it is and i know that that is it sounds obvious but how many of you constantly beat yourself up if you eat something that you have grown up believing was bad for you and then you internalize that and feel like you're a bad person because you're not like the person you see on instagram eating all of this healthy food all the time which by the way is bullshit because we all know instagram is a bit of bullshit so the easiest change you can make is call yourself out check yourself and call yourself out when you notice that you're saying that 
to yourself and swap good or bad to just what it is, the facts that some food is more nutrient dense than others. That is all that it is. So if you find yourself going to Tesco, say on your lunch break to get like your meal deal, you go to pick up a, a certain wrap and you might in your head like, oh, I can't have that. It's quite bad. Stop and literally just say to yourself in your head, this food isn't bad. There's less nutrients in this food than say this other food. Let's, I'm just going to pick an example at random now. Let's just say you've got like uh, an all day breakfast um, sandwich and then you've got a chicken salad there that's available to you. Okay, so there is just less nutrients in that all day breakfast sandwich. It's not bad, but there's less nutrients in it and there's more nutrients in the chicken salad. So what one is going to align with your fat loss goal better in that moment? Because you're choosing to go down this road and have this journey of fat loss. So what one is going to align better? Okay, I'm not good or bad if I choose either, but right now the salad is going to align better with my goals. So ask yourself, what will I get from this food? That's another really good question you can ask yourself. Like, are you going to get protein? Are you going to get micronutrients? Um, like, are you going to get vitamins and minerals? And what is all that stuff going to bring to you and add to your life? So ask yourself those questions and call yourself out whenever you start using language such as good or bad around food, because that is like that is fundamental. That is the thing we need to break down and get you away from, because your relationship with food is the most important thing. And anyone that anyone that you work with or any whatever you coach PT, if you're working towards a fat loss goal and they are not taken into consideration, your relationship with food, you need to get rid because your health comes first and your fat loss goal should not come at the cost of your relationship with food. And you do not have to choose at all. You can maintain a healthy relationship with food. You can even improve your relationship with food while working towards a fat loss goal. If it is done correctly and you have someone there that cares for you and has the education behind them to just change the way that you're viewing it. So please bear that in mind, especially if you're deciding to work with someone on your weight loss journey. Um, I want to just talk uh, quickly a little bit as well about tracking. Now, tracking, or oh, it has, everyone has so many different opinions on tracking and you need to be really careful that you don't put like your own personal experience of tracking onto everyone else. Some people, of course, have had a bad experience of tracking and it can trigger like the need to be perfect or over tracking, which of course isn't healthy, like feeling a bit anxious if they're not tracking and all of those things. And if that has happened to you, I am so sorry about that. And also I can completely relate because tracking wasn't a great thing for me either when I was in my early 20s. However, just because that was the case for some people does not mean it's the case for everyone. And also, even if that was the case for you before, using myself as an example, I can track now very healthily and I use it for what it is, which is a tool. It is a brilliant tool if you are working towards a spe specific goal because it gives us a much better chance to get a more accurate representation of the energy we are consuming, okay? And of course, if you're working towards fat loss, you need to make sure you're in a calorie deficit, because if you're not in a calorie deficit, you are not going to lose weight. And tracking is a great way to know if you are in that or not, like a lot more accurate than if you don't. Now, you do not have to track. I have lost weight before from not tracking. I have worked with clients that are not tracking and are working towards fat loss. Um, 
However, it does make it a little bit more difficult. That does not mean it's not possible. It is more than possible for you. Um, but there are other, it just, it can be a lot simpler if you're tracking because we can collect the data there in front of us and use the data and know where we are on the journey. So when you are tracking, if that's the path that you're going down, I want you to really remember that it is consistency, not accuracy, that is the most important thing about tracking. Now, although I have said it can give us a more accurate representation of the food that we are eating, that does not mean that it is completely accurate. Like it is impossible to be completely accurate with our food. Like there's rules with packaging, like that it, I think it's within 20% that the numbers can be wrong on packaging. So you, it's hard to tell if there definitely is a hundred calories in this thing, or maybe there's 80 or maybe there's 120. Um, they have done sort of uh, tests before on people like trials where they have given people the incentives of money to see if they can track accurately. And even with that, it's still hard to get it completely right. So that's not what's important. What's the most important is that you are building a consistent habit of making sure that you are getting the nutrients that you need for your body to feel its best every day. So think of it like that. Like you're never going to be completely accurate with it. So just do the best that you can and just be mindful of what you're eating and try and move away from that stress of thinking it has to be perfect all the time because it doesn't at all. Um, I personally would say don't stress about tracking um, vegetables and fruits. The nutrient benefit that you're going to get from that is uh, much more be is much better for you than worrying about counting like your fucking calories in a piece of cucumber. Like, come on now. I would never want any of my clients to be tracking their calories in a cucumber. And also bear in mind that obviously eventually the goal for everyone is to move away from tracking. It's a tool that you use when you need it, but a full, happy, healthy life does not involve you tracking until the day that you die. You always want to move away from tracking. So it can make it a little bit more when that transition comes for you, a little bit easier if you've practiced like having certain things maybe that you don't track and such. So vegetables fruits enjoy them the you know you're not gonna halt your progress with having a salad a day like you don't need to track the lettuce and the cucumber and carrot whatever it is in there um however just use your common sense and be mindful because when i'm saying about fruits obviously if you're going to eat a lot of dried fruit there is a lot more calories in that so you might want to take that into consideration uh, and then finally, just remember that your body does not reset itself when it gets to midnight and know that, oh, it's a new day. Now I need to have X amount of calories. Like what is most important is your weekly average. Yeah. Rather like making sure that over time you are in a calorie deficit is what is going to help you or not help you is what is going to get you to achieve your fat loss goal. So give or take like a hundred calories here and there like with my clients personally I always give like a target like from between x and x like throughout the day because it doesn't you're never going to get it spot on every day and also why for you to get it spot on every day like think of oh gosh like you just have to eat the same foods all the time it's not helping you practice flexibility it's you know you're not getting a, a very versatile diet if you're then eating the same foods all the time and having a nice versatile diet is great for our health as well so just bear that in mind that it's the, if you have a day where you have a higher calorie day, if you balance it out throughout the week, that is absolutely fine. OK. Um, and then the last thing. Oh, I have this chat with people all the time feeling like when people will say, oh, I have to diet. 
Now, you're just setting yourself up for failure from the very beginning, telling yourself that you have to do something. You need to remember that you always have a choice and refer back to the reasons that you have decided to do this in the first place. Like you always have a choice and you are choosing to do this because of X, Y, and Z, whatever your reasons are. And an easy reframe for this is instead of saying, oh, I have to do this, you get to do this. Like how fortunate are we that we are in a country where we have access to like fresh fruits and vegetables all year round, even when they're not in season, which is insane. Like if you get to, um, if you're lucky enough to have that time to cook in the evenings for your family and you get to eat a nourishing meal, which some people can't, don't have access to. And not only that, but you then get to nourish your family with this food. You get to have that time cooking potentially with your children or your partner or your friends that is how brilliant is that? That's amazing that you get to do that. Um, the fact that you have access to information like this podcast, that you have access to people on Instagram, on YouTube, that you get to learn about this stuff, that you get to make this choice, that you can show up as the best version of yourself. You are so lucky for that. So whenever you catch yourself being like, oh, I have to do this, reframe that straight away. I get to do this. I get to do this. And of course, there's going to be days where you're like, Ugh, you know, but do I? I really don't want to. But this is why all of these things I've spoke about in this podcast are so important because they all link. OK, knowing your why will help you when you're feeling like Ugh, I have to do this. No, you get to do it because you have made this choice because of the reasons you have decided to noticing your language reframing it so it's not this thing that's hard and horrible and unenjoyable why should this journey for you of weight loss be unenjoyable if you are not enjoying the process that you are going through to get you to that weight that you're working towards how on earth do you expect to maintain that weight because if you don't enjoy any of the habits that you're building now well <laughs> you're you're never going to maintain those habits when you get to the weight so it's those habits that got you there. So if you stop doing them, once you get to that weight, what do you think is going to happen? You haven't created a healthy, sustainable lifestyle that allows you to thrive. What you've done is some sort of quick fix just to get you there quickly. And then you're just going to undo everything because it wasn't realistic for you. So bear this in mind. If you want any extra help with this, you know where I am. Give me a little message on Instagram at more movement coaching. Um, and let me know how you found this episode. Um, as always, please like share rate the showing up and Maria podcast. Um, none, none of your like comments and messages about this go unnoticed. I appreciate it so much. It's such a small podcast. And I feel like just, I just really appreciate everyone that listens. So I hope that it gives you the value that you need and this can help you on your journey. So yeah, I will be back with another episode next week, but you've got this, lots of love. Speak to you all soon.